0: Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light on our path. Today's topic is living stones in God's temple. We become partakers with Christ. And as such, we are a living temple here on earth. Offering to God as living stones... The worship that's due His name. And there's some practical applications to this in the Word of God. I've given you the first, which has to do with our worship. But let me relate it to the Christian life just by means of being sure we have the complete picture. Not in detail, but in 1 Corinthians, we have mentioned twice that we are a temple of God. First is in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And we need to look at this, at the context in which the word is said, okay? The context is that there are divisions in the church because they had different speakers, different leaders who had led the church at different times, and each one had their little followers, their sort of, and they began to say, well, no, we, you know, Paul did, I know all Paul did, well, oh, we're of Christ, whatever you, everybody, They were sort of taking their favorite preacher, their favorite teacher, their favorite pastor, and they were, you know, this way, this way, different ideas. Division is not good in the church. So, Paul directs it by saying, Well, who is Apollos and who is Paul? Who am I? Who's Peter? Who are any of us? We're servants through whom you believed as the Lord assigned to each. In other words, it's God who's important, not us. We're just agents, we're just servants. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the Greek growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You're God's field. You're God's building. We are called three things that we belong to God. His fellow workers, his field, his building. It goes on. According to the grace of God given to me like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and everyone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. Okay? And how you build upon it will be revealed on the day of judgment. This is the judgment of Christ. And either you will be rewarded or there will be no reward. Your work will be burned up. And that because the works will not be spiritual works. They will be flesh works he says you will be saved you will suffer loss though he himself will be saved but only as through fire then he makes this following application and here notice that this is a concept of you plural not you singular but you plural the greek for you in verse 16 and 17 is plural Do you not know that you, all of you, are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you, in us? As a group, as living stones, we constitute this living spiritual temple. If anyone destroys God's temple, i.e. God's church, Christ's church, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. And he goes on to apply this about division, how divisions come up in the church by following people rather than following God. Then the next application of this term in the book of Corinthians is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Again, the context is very important, but the context is also telling us that this application of the reality of us being a temple of God has a corporate application a group application, and a single individual kind, okay? And that's found in verse 12 of chapter 6. All things are lawful for me. He's talking about eating food. He's talking about in the the Old Testament you had laws, certain things you weren't to eat. But in the New Testament, you can eat whatever. It's been rebellious. So you can enjoy your pig (laughs) or your goat. You know, plant or non-plant. You know, it's not, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. That's something we need to keep in mind. There are a lot of things that are lawful for us. It's all right. We could do them. We're doing it, and it's not necessarily sin, but it may not be helpful to us, okay? It may not be helpful to the body. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. I will not be controlled by other things. And he gives application. Food's meant for the stomach and the stomach for food and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. He will raise what? Our bodies. Do you not know that your bodies, that's these physical members, okay, okay, That your bodies are members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ? The hand that belongs to Christ? Shall I take Christ's hand? You name the body part. All of them belong to God. Shall I take my ear that belongs to Christ? And shall I lend it to to gossip and slander and other things of listening or talking are my mouth? are my sexual organs shall i take these things that belong to Christ and make them members of a prostitute this is what he says do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ shall i then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute never or do you not know that the he who is joined To a prostitute becomes one body with her for it is written the two will become one flesh for he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person does commits is outside the body but the sexual immoral person sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you whom you have from God? You're not your own, for you're bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. It matters what we do with our bodies. We can either glorify God through the proper use of our bodies, or we can bring dishonor to him by the improper use, and we can bring judgment upon ourselves. These are practical applications, but the you in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 is singular. You, the individual you, you, Wayne Conrad, you. That's what he's talking about. So both individually, we are living stones. We're a temple. God, God the Holy Spirit lives in me. He lives in you. If you believe in Christ, he came to reside in you. You belong to the Lord. All of you belongs to the Lord. And if we are to be happy as Christians, if we are to be productive as Christians, if we are to grow as Christians, we must understand that we belong all of us to him. And we must commit and give ourselves unreservedly, all of us to him, body, mind, soul, and spirit. Because we are his temple here on earth. And God is present among us. If people are to find God, they must find him through our witness and our declaration of the truth of the gospel. Either to see how God is worshipped, then they must come to the worship of God's people to see and begin to experience the reality of God and the worship of His name. (laughs) Oh, I've kept you a long time, but it's a great truth. I don't know that we understand these truths as well as we should or even hear them preached enough. But I pray that you have gained some benefit from understanding more about how Jesus is God's temple and how even in his resurrected, ascended, and glorified state as our temple and priest in heaven, he enables us by his spirit to also be privileged to be his spiritual temple here on earth. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. The next time, remember to look to God's word for the truth by which to live.